Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so excited you've tuned in for episode 85, Connecting with Your New Name. In today's episode, we're talking about how difficult times can reveal your true identity with social media strategist and author Karen Fox. Our inbox talk for this week comes from Lena, who said, I listen to your podcast all the time. I have a hard time listening if the host doesn't change their tone or inflection, but you make it easy to listen to and I'm learning so much. I love how you teach the Bible and make it so real. Lena, I appreciate your downloads and hope you're sharing with friends and family all about the show. Make sure to download Soul H2O journal pages that help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 85, along with information about our guest. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. When I went through divorce, I changed my name back to my maiden name, which is Fletcher. It's a pretty cool name as far as names go, but it was a lot of paperwork changing it back with every government, business, and banking agency needing to be contacted. Then when I got remarried to Todd, I had to go through all that legal paperwork again to take on his last name, Stahl, an equally cool name that actually means steel. So yeah, I married a man of steel with a very soft heart. Names are a big deal. Choosing a baby name is a difficult job these days. When you meet people from older generations, they seem to have settled on a select number of names and use them repeatedly. But since I was having kids and until the present day, it's become much more complicated. With access to the internet, the options seem to be endless. Names are a big deal. Back in biblical days, your name held great significance, but it's pretty clear that sometimes God didn't think that the parents chose the right name because I found about nine instances in the Bible where people's names were changed by God. I think Abram, Sarai, Jacob, and Simon are the most well-known name changes. In each of their lives, there was a crisis that curated the name change. For Abraham and Sarah, it was infertility and names that spoke of their destiny to have children. For Jacob, it was fear of an attack from his brother that caused him to wrestle with God and be declared Israel, which means God strives and has roots and meaning united people. God knew exactly what Jacob needed to hear and who he would become. Simon was a big talker, always sticking his foot in his mouth, but Jesus saw more in him. Jesus spoke steadiness into his life by renaming him Peter, the rock, who would be one of God's clearest voices in his generation. There's only one account of God naming someone and a person changing that name. It happened when Adam renamed the other Hadam, Eve, and changed how the world viewed the role of women from that day forward but that's a topic for another show. In Isaiah 62 verses 2 to 4, a national crisis culminated in God speaking words of comfort to his people when they were taken captive by other nations and told how he was going to change what people called them and said, you will be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will bestow. 
No longer will they call you deserted or name your land desolate, but you will be called Hephzibah, for the Lord will take delight in you. I'm sure it's not on the top of your baby list, but Hephzibah means my delight is in her. Israel's new name would bring them hope for their future and bolster their identity in time of crisis. You'll soon hear how our interview guest name change came as the result of a job loss and resulted in a major identity shift. What's interesting for you today is how God says in Revelations 2.17, to the one who overcomes, I will give that person a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to the one who receives it. God has a special name for you, and it's not a put down, but an identity booster that speaks to your destiny. Spend time listening to him and begin connecting with your new name. Growing up, my mom would always tell me, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And just the importance of surrounding yourself with people who are going to encourage you, who are going to inspire you, and who are going to help you through your life. And I think that's good company. And I hope that this show brings that to, to those who are listening. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Karen Fox is best known as Karen the Connector. She's a business development coach, trainer, strategist, speaker, and number one international best-selling author. Karen is passionate about helping build leaders and their teams in this virtual economy. She's an industry leader who sees and holds a greater vision of success for her clients long before they do. She inspires and motivates everyone around her to experience extraordinary success. She's all of that, but she's also an incredible girl to room with at conferences. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you so much, Sherry. I agree. (laughs) You're an awesome roommate as well. Yeah, well, people do not know this amazing Karen the Connector and I, we connected in 2016, both fulfilling a lifelong dream to become John Maxwell team members. And we had the pleasure of being connected as roommates for that conference. And God really connected us, put us together for such a time as this, I think. What about you, girl? Oh, I still agree. And and if people knew that when you pray about even a roommate, how God delivers and over delivers in this case. Oh, absolutely. We had so much fun at that conference. And it was just, it, it was a dream come true for me. And I know for you too, but it was even yeah. so much better. If I had known, you know, we got to both meet John Maxwell. I remember us in line to meet John and get our pictures taken <laughs> with him and spend that, you know, minute with John Maxwell, literally. Um <laughs> But if I would have known how, you know, meeting you at that conference was going to impact the rest of my life, I almost think it was more important than meeting John Maxwell. Oh, girl, you're, oh, you're just over the top amazing. 
Uh, no, you are. And I've really appreciated getting to know you. And I'm excited to bring you on the show today to share with people your new book, Clarity Out of Chaos. We're going to get talking about that in a little while. But as we take a look at your story, we're going to see how God has brought clarity out of the chaos in your life and how he's done some incredible things. In, you know, years ago, you were known for being just this incredible salesperson as you worked for a company called Home Interiors. And that really um, became your identity. And so maybe if you can kind of tell the people about that time in your life. Oh, absolutely. My, my life was wrapped around it. I felt it as a ministry, actually. And everything I did, everything about me was based on Home Interiors. And I was so well known for that, um, that when my company closed, my world came to a crashing blow. It it just, I didn't know who I was anymore. So you had been like very involved. Like you weren't just working for home interiors. You were a team leader. You were someone who had succeeded, excelled at, at the, some of the highest levels that you can within that company. Correct. Correct. At the, at, uh, close to the top of that company and, and built some amazing teams and, and of course, we know that's all through God. It's not, <clears throat> it's not, excuse me, not me. But yes, top sales, top recruiting, uh, had the opportunity of speaking in front of the crowds, called into home office to create things and be a part of boards. And yes, it just, uh, it was my world. And I think there was a pivotal moment where you share in your story in the book about walking on the stage with your husband and your daughter. Yes, that I had spent 25 years. And if you've ever been backstage waiting to go on stage for an award or something that is just pretty magnificent in your life, there's an adrenaline flow like no other. And mm-hmm. and to, to be able to walk out with obviously my husband and my daughter was just an overwhelming exhilarance that, that there's no words to really describe it as you come out and you accept that award and, and think about how good God had been to you for 25 years, allowing you to do something you love so much and could put your heart into it. But then 2008 happened. And everything changed in relation to that that position, that that sense of worth for being this, you know, excelling salesperson. Oh, Sherry, you're absolutely right. My my world changed so quickly, and you know, I was used to being the one that you walked into a room and everybody said, "Over here, over here, Karen, you know, sit with us," because I wanted to pick my brain. You know that that I was very much a part of that, and then for it to go to blank overnight for me. And that's kind of how I felt. I didn't, I didn't know who I was. I, I went to being definitely an introvert. I'd walk and sit in the back of a room where I was usually the one on the front row. I I wore dark colors. I didn't talk to a lot of people. I mean, it, it totally pivoted my life to the, to the, to the dark side for me Mm -hmm. and uh, changed how I looked at everything. So I love that we can get to this point in a person's story because you went from the high, high of, of, you know, success and acceptance, being honored in business to the low lows in, in struggling with depression and, and the 
you know, the situation that your life had been turned into. But God doesn't leave us here if we continue to work with him. And so we're going to come back after the commercials and hear the story about how God turned your life around. Hi, I'm Karen Fox, and my music pick for Soul H2O Radio is Through Your Eyes by Britt Nicole. Get it together, that's what I say. Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers, connect to your global community, and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the MyJoy Radio app right now and never be without your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free, easy to use, and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts, an in-app Bible, and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the MyJoy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. So we're back with Karen Fox. And Karen, every guest shares a Bible study tool and tip. I know you're a girl who loves the word. So if you can share something that might inspire people to get in the word. Absolutely, Sherry. The thing I love most is devotions that include journaling. You know, when you get to take a scripture and you dissect it and then you journal and you write about it and put your own thoughts to it, that's what kind of fuels my study time. And so how about your favorite verse or one that's been inspiring you lately? I think it's been my verse most of my life, but it's uh, Philippians 4.13, and I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. It's that all that's the powerful part. I love that. That is one of my favorite verses. My grandmother quoted it over and over. Whenever I hear it, I actually hear her voice speaking it in my head. And it's just so encouraging because it's helped me get through so many things. And I know in your circumstances, we shared in the beginning of this interview about how, you know, you had been a very successful business person at the top of your game in a really huge company. And then in 2008, with all of the recession issues, that company closed and you were left struggling, not knowing where to go from there in a bit of depression. But then God started to do something new in your life. Well, I was trying to come up with a name, you know, God always prepares us and he had, you know, I had started taking courses online uh, for social media and found out that that was another passion I had. And so here I'm trying to start a new company and, you know, it's, you feel like you need all your ducks in a row. And, you know, here I've had 27 years worth of experience that I think I'm trying to put in to a short time learning social media. And I'm working with a business coach. First time I ever had a coach because I'm not athletic. So that was pretty exciting. <laughs> and so I have yes. this business coach. And so he's, you know, we're talking and I'm, I'm still doing things with direct sales company leaders and trying to help them, even though it had nothing to do with me personally. And he said, well, you know, you kind of do uh, connections. I said, well, actually, I'm the connector. And he said, that's it, Karen, the connector. And so that's how my business name was born and it became extremely well known for that. And still am today. And, mm-hmm. and so here I've got this new company 
And I am also sitting on the front row in San Francisco, an amazing city, at something I had waited over 20 years to do that was on my bucket list. I was at Inspiring Speakers by Marsha Weeder. Sitting on the front row, Sherry, next to one of my best friends, this should be the highlight of my life. Yeah. When this emotional roller coaster hit again and took me to the bottom. And I'm just feeling this deep down depression again. And I'm like, God, what is wrong with me? When God very clearly told me what my problem was, I had lost my identity. He let me know nothing changed inside this wonderful, caring, kind person other than what was between my brain and my heart. And so once I learned that, it was like I'd just been given this new birth, this new light, this new name that I could really use and, and do something for God with. But boy, it was a roller coaster. I'd like to tell you that in that moment, you know, we, the angels sang hallelujah and it all stopped. It didn't, but it gave me the hope and the inspiration to keep moving forward. Ooh, that is so good. I love how God can just turn things around. And and you're right, it, it is never quick. It's not this just one and done day. You had this emotional experience <laughs> and this connection with God and you understand it. And I think that's where sometimes we as Christians make a mistake. We think one time to the altar and God speaks something to us and that's it. But you know, if I've learned anything from Dr. Caroline Leaf, it takes a, a while to build in these new thoughts. And you had a new identity that God wanted you to really lean into, which was mm -hmm. in and is Karen the Connector, how he has placed that spiritual gift inside of you of encouragement. And, and it's amazing how those spiritual gifts can so play out in our lives. And from that point on, God has been using you and connecting you with people and connect, helping you to connect others. So, you know, I just think it's so amazing. And wondering if just you can give this real short, you know, Reader's Digest version about how God connected you one day in an airport. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, it, it's all timing. God's timing is perfect. And so as I was going through and, you know, I'd just been in an accident the night before where I don't know how much you want me to tell of that, but let's just say the angels showed up and I'm not exaggerating because there were reports that there were three people in the car and it was only my daughter and myself. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I'm at the hospital and the doctor takes care of me and, and he's like, do you really have to go to this event? Can't you, won't your boss let you off? I said, I am the boss. I don't want off. <laughs> and so anyway, he starts to leave and he sticks his head back in the door and he says, so you know, you had a broken neck. And I said, no. And he said, well, where did you, where were you treated? I said, right here. Well, of course, then he's gone. But what yeah. God was saying to me, and I felt the quickening, I took care of you back then. I will take care of you now. Mm. Sherry, I went through three years of physical therapy. They could have paralyzed me. Yeah. But God. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I get to the airport and, and we're trying to get through the line and, and I'm doing things that I know better. I've flown a million times, you know, put, mm -hmm. put the, everything in one little baggie and get back in line. No, I put it in two and had to get back in line again. And it just kept doing these kind of things. So finally I get through the line, I sit down and I'm waiting for my friend Tracy 
and I see her coming through. Well, I know she loves Starbucks. It's not my thing, but it's her thing. (laughs) But I was taking meds, so I thought, you know, rather than getting something at Starbucks sweet, I probably should get something more substantial. And I said to him, I said, is there any place else in here? And they said, down the corridor, there's something else. Now, 6.30 a.m., and I get down there, and it is a hamburger and hot dog place open at 6.30 a.m. I don't know if that's normal or not, but today it was. So anyway, Mm. I'm standing in line, and I'm trying to order my, my hot dog. Now, I only like a hot dog with cheese on it. And I'm specific about the cheese. I just don't want you to lay American cheese on it and eat it. And so I'm arguing with myself. Finally, I said, Karen, just order the stupid cheese dog. So I ordered the cheese dog. And I think, well, I'll get some fries, too. Tracy might want those. So I get fries. It comes out, and it's cheese on the fries and not on the hot dog. I said, no problem. Can you just put some cheese on the hot dog? So again, I wait, and I wait, and I wait. Finally, it comes out. Just as I'm taking it off the counter, this gentleman with no fear walked up behind me and said, I didn't know what God meant when he said, follow the cheese dog. And I just looked at him. And so we started this conversation and we walked back and his friend is sitting next to my friend. And he said, I'm serious. If you are open to a word from God, he told me to follow the cheese dog. I said, absolutely. I said, but I need to get out my pen and paper. I want to write down exactly what what God has to say to me. You see, I had been asking God for direction and fleecing God that was I headed in the right direction. And here he shows up in this Reader's Digest version to give me my answer. I mean, I, I to God, of course, I'm important, but I'm nobody to anybody else. But here God loved me enough to give me an answer personally. And Sherry, we sat down and we talked a little bit. He said, do you know why I'm here? And I said, of course, I have no idea. He said, my friend right there, first of all, Delta messed up on a ticket, gave me a ticket anywhere I wanted to go. And my friend is leaving to be a missionary to Egypt. And I come to see him off. So God had just orchestrated this unbelievable meeting. And so we're sitting there and and he said, do you mind if I pray? Sherry, it was the most amazing moment. It was like nobody was in that airport. It was like time stood still. And for 20 minutes, we prayed, all four of us. I I still get the chills and the emotions when I think about it. It still chokes me up of how God prepared every single piece of that to give me exactly what I needed. And so as we get on the plane, where is he sitting? Right across from me. And, you know, and I can go into more things, how God even prepared that my husband was so worried because my arm had been hurt. And he's like, you know, I'm worried about you doing your luggage. This gentleman said, don't touch that luggage. I've got it. Getting on and getting off. So God not only took care of my desires and my concerns, he took care of my husband. Mm. I just, I get overwhelmed how God has to put people in place for it to happen at the right moment at the right time. I love how God has connected you, how God did that that day to show you that, yes, you were taking the right steps, following this new name, Karen the Connector, and and focusing your business in this area, that he's so 
confirmed and affirmed you in this new calling. And he connected you with the right people at the right time, like he did with us and like he wants to do for the people listening. Karen, thank you for sharing your story with us, helping to bring that clarity out of the chaos. I hope people grab your book. There'll be links to it in the show notes. But thank you so much for being here and sharing what God can do. Thank you, Sherry, for the opportunity. So what's the new name God's declared over you? What does he see in your nature that maybe your parents didn't? I challenge you to spend time with God this week, asking him those questions and listen close as he whispers your new name. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for Connecting With Your New Name, episode 85 of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes for deeper insights and information about our guest on soulh2o.com slash 85. I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family. Take a screen capture while listening on your device and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Come back next week as we talk about The Peace Project with author, vodcaster, and speaker, Kay Wyma. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.